what it is, what it dookie doo-doos. Welcome back to another episode of the Homies Podcast. Y'all know who the fuck I am. I'm your host, Ellis. And welcome back to another dope-ass episode, man, of the Homies Podcast. If it's the first time you're tuning in, thank you so much for coming back or coming to us and checking us out. If uh, you're coming back, thank you once again for coming back and checking out the show. And thank you for all the motherfucking support so far. We appreciated all the people reposting on social media, letting all the other people know about it, telling all your friends and homies and crackheads. We appreciate that shit heavily over here at the Homies Podcast. And if you haven't yet, please go hit that subscribe button. If you're uh, watching it on YouTube, you're going to see the shit pop up somewhere right here on your screen somewhere. If you're listening to it on uh, Apple Music or um Oh, Apple Podcasts, I should say, Podbean, Spotify. You just hit that subscribe button real quick. Just real quick, click, click. You know what I mean? It'll be uh, appreciated very, very much. And once again, for everybody that has been supporting so far, I just want to thank y'all so, so much. Uh, it means the world to me. Y'all have no idea. So thank y'all. Um, but we're going to get right into it because uh, I'm recording this. I'm a little hyped up uh, earlier, you know, um, in the day I was yelling at my motherfucking TV screen. I just want to make it clear. Y'all see this for all the people that's listening. Y'all can't see it, but I'm rocking my North Carolina uh, hoodie today. I'm just going to stand up one time for the camera so y'all can see it clear. Bong, bong. You feel me? Um, we got in Duke's ass like a gerbil tonight. Just wanted to make that very clear. Um, we played Duke uh, for the first time. In the NCAA history, I think we uh, actually got to play them. And it was the game to go to the championship. So how fitting is that shit, right? So anybody that know me know I'm from North Carolina. I'm the biggest North Carolina basketball fan. And I just uh, don't fuck with Duke. I just don't. If you're from North Carolina, you kind of understand that rivalry a little bit more. Duke is always just like... Just the preppy school down the street that we just don't fuck with. It just seems like the private school where all the rich kids go. And we just don't, we don't fuck with dude. And um, it was a super historical night because not only did we beat Duke, it's a couple other things we could add in there. First of all, we beat Duke uh, 81 to 77. We go into the uh, championship and this is going to be put out um, after because we played the championship game on Monday against Kansas. Um... Kansas is a really good squad, so hopefully we can pull that out. But for us, anybody that knows North Carolina or North Carolina fanship, we basically just played the championship. First of all, it was Coach K's last game. First of all, his last game that he played at home at Cameron Stadium, we got in that ass. So North Carolina beat you at your last home game. Your last game of your career, we whooped that ass again. And also, going back into history, Coach K's first L that he ever took as a college coach came to North Carolina. You got that shit right. You already know what it is, bro. And uh, it was just it was just so happy. It just put just a just this just this pure enjoyment, this glee in my life, just seeing Coach K with the I eat ass face, just sitting there, just sad and just mad, just knowing like, bro, not only did I lose, I lost to the to the school that's only like eight, nine, ten miles down the street. It's just, uh, oh, it just feels so good. And hopefully we can get that, uh, that win coming on Monday. Hopefully we can get that championship. That'll be uh, North Carolina's, what, seventh championship? to uh, Duke's lame-ass five championships. 
so yeah, yeah, and also shout out Coach Davis. Uh, he used to be a player for North Carolina. Last time he was actually in the Final Four, he actually was a, a player, and uh, he dropped like 25 points. He used to get buckets. So shout out Coach Davis, and uh, this is something that can solidify you, my dude. You know, if you uh, if you coaching, and in your first year. Yo, first year you can win a championship, that is huge. That's, you ain't going nowhere. Basically, if you can do that, you ain't going no damn way. So, um, shout out to him, shout out to the team. Shout out to Love, too, for hitting that big-ass three-pointer to send us and put the game away. Uh, shout out to the suck-ass refs that's trying to stop our greatness and calling all those bullshit-ass fouls trying to stop us. But you can't stop greatness, baby. You can't stop it. We, we in there anyway. And shout out to all the homies too that was uh that big ass Duke fans and I know they probably sad they crying in the fucking car with Coach K too. It's all good. We we appreciate that. We love all that all that hate, bro. Keep it coming. And uh, I don't know who's gonna replace Coach K. We just know they're gonna have uh their hands full. And also too, you gotta go through North Carolina now every year because obviously we weren't even ranked this year. By the way, we weren't even ranked like that. And they just like they've been doing, taking all the goddamn top recruits. And they, shit, I think Duke is ranked like number two or three this year. And it made no difference. Because I tell people the tournament, all them rankings and all that shit, when the tournament starts, you can throw all that shit out the window. It is game by game, who's feeling it, who can motivate their team, who can get their team in the right position to get that win. And Coach Davis has been doing that over and over. So shout out to him, man. And for it being your first year, you're killing shit. And I just love seeing, once again, a black coach out here. You know, doing their thing, man. So, I, again, that, that just whew, makes my heart all warm and shit. You know what I mean? But I just wanted to say shout out to them. But um, the thing that we had to get into, of course, everybody's been talking about. So, of course, I had to touch on it. Was the slap heard around the world, my nigga. Was Will Smith and Chris Rock. Oh, my God. So I'm sure, you know, unless you've been living under a goddamn rock for the past week or so, I'm sure y'all been seeing all the memes and <laughs> Will Smith uh, walking on stage and uh, slapping the shit out of Chris Rock at the at the Oscars. So I just wanted to start off by saying I fuck with Will Smith and I super fuck with Chris Rock. I love them both as, uh, as actors and Chris Rock as a comedian. But Will, bro, you were on some other shit, and it is some super weenie beta male type shit. And for all the women out there that were just like, mm, that's how you protect your queen. You supposed to ride for her no matter what. Can y'all please shut the fuck up? Just, just for just a little, little bit of, just a little bit. Just shut the fuck up, and let me put this into perspective. So, y'all went to an Oscars. Sat up front. Chris Rock is also has hosted the Oscars before. He hosted it about six years ago. And he made jokes about them some years ago, which again, the jokes were very PC. Wasn't nothing crazy. And tonight, uh, and the other night, I felt like the same way. He's a comedian. That's what people do at the Oscars. They usually get comedians to do the Oscars. They want to keep it lighthearted. I feel like they want to, you know, somebody that's used to hosting knows how to do it. Yeah, so it was a very lighthearted time. He gave a joke, a G.I. Uh, Jane joke, talking about Jada's hair. Now, 
when he said the joke, Will laughed as well as everybody else because everybody took it as it was meant to be taken as just a joke. We're just playing around. And I don't even know. Chris was probably like, man, I'm reading this shit damn near off a teleprompter, bro. Like, this ain't no, oh, my God, I can't wait to go out there and fucking kill Jada type shit. That didn't seem like his mindset at all. And also, I've been following Chris Rock since the 90s. I've seen this nigga kill motherfuckers. And I also felt like he could have, even after that shit went down, he could have came back on stage and said some wild shit. He's a better man than I would have because I would have went in on her milk dud head having ass. I would have killed that bitch. I would have been like, yeah, that's why you out here is all sucking all types of dicks and whatnot. Will, did this bitch just get fucked in your house by this C-list celebrity ass nigga? She might as well let me hit. If that's the case, I would have said all types of shit. And Chris, he is way more witty and smarter and funnier than me. So I'm sure it would have been a lot worse. And I felt like he kind of wanted to, like after the slap when he went, oh, okay, I could. And he stopped himself. Um, it's super weenie too because everybody I feel like that knows Chris Rock or been following his career knows like this man is one of the most non-threatening comedians bro like out there like he ain't somebody that I look at like oh shit he really with that static like when I see somebody like a Joe Rogan I've seen Joe Rogan literally be like yo I'll fucking fight you what's good <laughs> like talking to people reckless in the audience and i also feel like will smith wouldn't have did that shit if it was a a white person and also i don't think will would have did that shit if it was somebody of equal stature or bigger like that should have been the rock or joe rogan or somebody i don't think will would have took his ass up there i think he would have handled that shit a little different and then it's you go up and you do something that's, which we know to our cultures, man, is one of the most embarrassing fucking things you could do to a man, which is, you know, slap him on national TV. And then you give some lame-ass PR public apology. It's just like, ugh. Nah, bro. There's one thing as a black man you do not do. You don't slap another man, you don't spit on him, and you don't call him a nigga. That's just the three things we just, in our community, we just don't fuck with. And you stepped over that line and you did it on national TV. Like where I'm from, I think Chris will at least pistol with you. Something. Something. Just something. Him and his brother should be able to jump you. Something. Something has to come out of that. That's just not a whole conversation and we're cool. Nigga, I gotta put hands on you, bro. And I want and personally I wanna do it in front of your wife <laughs> so she can see what kind of suck shit. But for all the people that were like that homies hit me like yeah man you know if that's your wife this is what you gotta do and I'm like I'm all about protecting my wife or my loved ones I'm all about that 100% but I'm all about doing it when it's appropriate like you also gotta know your woman I know people I used to have an ex-girlfriend like this that motherfuckers used to overreact and I had to a lot of times be like hey babe calm down, you overreacting, or you're taking it the wrong way. And I think that's where Will should have done as well. Hey, babe, calm down. He's just joking. He don't mean no malice out of it. Like, calm down. But I feel like Will is kind of in the doghouse right now. That book that he just dropped, I feel like kind of aired out some of his dirty laundry about some of the people that he fucked with. And, and I just, A, don't think Jada fucked with that. 
And also, too, I heard that they have, like, some open relationship. But, guys, you know how that shit works. And women, I'm so sorry. I can't explain this. I don't know why men are like this, but we're just like this. We could cheat or fuck a hundred bitches. And we're like, that's cool. You can have one motherfucking issue and... Or you can have one person that you fucking with and we still just like, nah, that's not cool. Like, no, I don't fuck with that. So it just makes you be like... Uh, it just... Uh, just that whole situation just makes me be like, what are you doing, Will? Like, why... I don't, I personally think that y'all started getting together and y'all got married at a time where you were just the biggest thing in Hollywood, bro. And it made sense. But obviously how she talks about Tupac and how she's talked about August and had no problem embarrassing you basically on national TV kind of tells you what she thinks about you. And I've seen this letter that's been resurfacing on the internet about uh, Willow, I guess, wrote Tupac a letter. This is obviously after Tupac was dead. Basically saying, like, my mommy misses you. You need to come back home and just to make my mommy happy. And I don't know if I'm, if I'm Will, like, I would have tore the motherfucking house up. Like, what the fuck are you doing writing this nigga, this dead nigga, <laughs> about my... No, like, what the fuck? And if y'all can go back and see this, like, Tupac and Jada always had, like, a little relationship. Even if you go back and watch a show called A Different World, Tupac played her boyfriend on that show. So they've had, you know, they've had some ties for a minute. And I feel like Tupac was that, that real alpha type nigga that she really wanted. But Will was the popular, nice guy with all the money and all the fame. So, and... Tupac is dead, so it's kind of like, uh, you kind of like a shoe-in. Like, ah, uh, it's not like there's a bunch of Will Smiths just walking around. Like, yeah, you're a shoe-in for that. So, but I don't think that she really wants him like that. I think she loves him and cares about him in some way or shape or form. But also, I kind of feel like she doesn't because she feels like she's going out of her way to embarrass the fuck out of you every chance you get turned you into a meme got you out here at the saddest point and then the biggest night of your fucking career this man has never won an Oscar people I know that's kind of crazy knowing how long Will Smith has been in fucking Hollywood and how long he's been doing shit but the thing this man has never won an Oscar the first night you win one you it gets overshadowed by this bullshit that you did to Chris Rock on the account of your woman. And she just looked at you like, you ain't gonna do nothing? I would have looked at the bitch back like, no, no, I'm not gonna do nothing. If you feel some type of way, why don't you go up there and slap that motherfucker? Since you so about it, about it, you go do something. And like I said, man, like, yes, it's a, definitely a time to protect your woman if something happens. If, to me, the joke even too, Alopecia, let's be, let's keep it a hundred. Like, that shit ain't no deadly disease, bruh. Now, women, I'm not gonna act like I'm gonna be insensitive to y'all losing hair, because I know that's a part of women's identity a lot. But shit, it is for men, too. Shit, tell me a celebrity that's a woman that gets shit on as much as LeBron James does about his hair. I'm, don't sorry, I'll wait. Like, no. 
This nigga is always getting capped on about his fucking hair, nigga memes, ball spots coming up and all types of shit. It's like, bro. So, yes, even as men, we understand that too, but that it ain't no deadly disease. You're not dying from the shit. And also, too, you made it public to tell people. If you didn't tell people that you had that shit, I would just think that you were just going through a haircut phase and that's just what you wanted to do. Would not know. So... The fact that you tell everybody that you want to be sensitive about the shit is like, it don't work that way. And also, too, if it was something worth being sensitive about. Like, if she came out and said, I have cancer, and Chris Rock was like, yeah, yeah, look at this skinny bitch sitting up front like I need a sandwich, Jada. Yeah, if you said some shit like that, yes, we'll go up there and slap all types of taste and spit and taste buds out that nigga's mouth. All, and I'm all for it. But that wasn't the case. And then a report came out and said that he didn't even know that she had alopecia. Which, again, I believe. Like, nigga, he's famous. He's busy. You know, he's getting ready for the Oscars. And motherfucker is on a world tour with Kevin Hart. Well, it's not a world tour. I'm pretty sure it's like a, it's a local tour. I think they're doing just like New York and Jersey and shit. But still, it's a big tour. Um, and shout out to Chris. I heard that shit's been uh, sold out ever since the slap. So at least you're getting something positive out this motherfucker. At least you can make it the bread and you get uh, getting the bag up. So that's that's super good. Now, at least I'm happy from that perspective. But on the other perspective, Will might lose his fucking Oscar. They've been talking about that. And let's also be clear too. If Will Smith was not Will Smith, the nigga probably would be in jail right now. Like people forget that. Yeah, that's assault what you just did and you did it on national TV so and women like really ask yourself is what Chris Rock said is that worth Will Smith going to jail for and catching a felony and losing his Oscar over and for any woman that says yes you're a selfish bitch and you're probably gonna die single I'm just saying that just get that out there you know not to talk any shit but it's Obviously, you don't give a fuck about your counterpart. Like, no. I went, because I, I feel the same way, vice versa. If she was the big time Hollywood star and he was kind of low level nigga and that was to happen, if a girl was on stage and said, I wouldn't expect Jada to get up and slap the girl for what? Like, no. The fuck? No, I wouldn't expect you to do that. Okay, if anything, I'll talk to the bitch backstage or hey, if you want me to talk to Chris backstage or at the after party, pull him aside. Let's all talk privately about that shit and let's get to the bottom of it. But if not, it's like it's not that big of a deal. And Will just looks like a man that's just mentally broken, man. I, I, I feel somewhat bad for the dude, but I also feel, again, bad for Chris Rock because I'm like, even when I watch Chris Rock interviews, it's like, bro, everybody watches, like, everybody hates Chris and shit, and we laugh from it, but that show came from a real place. It's kind of sad. Like, yes, the nigga was bullied and picked on and fucked with his whole life. Go watch an interview with Chris Rock and talk about how he was really picked on his whole life and bullied, and even up to his 20s, he was talking about his first week at SNL, how the motherfucker got punched in the face and robbed, like... Nigga, you're a celebrity. You're on, at the time, SNL was one of the biggest fucking shows on TV. And you still out here getting robbed and shit. Yes. Because, yes, people don't look at you as threatening. Yes, I robbed Chris Rock too, nigga. Like, you a buck 30, nigga. Probably like five, six. 
I'll punch your ass out too. If I was trying to get some money, I ain't gonna try to run up on a nigga like Will. <laughs> like, no. So, it just makes me feel bad for both parties. More bad for Chris Rock. Um, Cause again, he was just out there doing his job, being a comedian, trying to be funny. And it was just, it went left. I think Will's a hoe for that. I think he needs to do more than just do a public apology. Um, and I'm hoping to God that this this whole thing doesn't turn into another red talk table or red table talk or no shit like that. I don't. Because it's, it's not the appropriate place for that, I don't think. I think he needs to hit him up privately and just be like, hey man, like, I'm really sorry. But even after saying sorry, I just don't. Some things you can say sorry, but some things are just like, bro, you, you just can't say sorry about that. I'm gonna have to do something to you, or you gonna have to do something very nice to buy the nigga an island. I don't know what rich people do or buy each other. You gonna have to do something really nice for the nigga to make up for some shit like that. Cause if I was Chris, nigga on site, if I see you in a restaurant, if I see you at an after party, if I see you anywhere, I'm going to try to beat this shit out of the Fresh Prince. That's that's just me. But again, maybe me and Chris are a little different. So don't promote violence, especially between two black men, but also don't promote disrespect. And that motherfucker disrespected you on some other shit. I'm sure your mama was watching that shit. Chris, that shit is crazy. Like, nah, can't go back, bro. Can't go back. But, um, oh, God. And I, I hope Jada just sent her sensitive ass at home from now on. Like, hey, bro, if you feel that type of way where a motherfucker made a joke like that and you willing, you want your man to catch a felony over some shit like that, maybe you should sit your sensitive ass at home. Or maybe don't sit up front where everybody can see your milk dead head ass. Maybe sit that shit in the back somewhere where you can't be easily picked the fuck up. Just saying, just for, just for future reference. If your ass is ever invited back to the Oscars anyway, because you ain't got no reason to be there anyway, bitch. You ain't you ain't drop shit dope since set it off, really. Ain't nobody even fuck if you had the Oscars or not. Let's just be all the way real, bruh. So, I hope they figure that out. I hope uh, no other drama comes of it. I hope Will don't lose his Oscar, because I know that man worked really, really hard for goddamn decades to try to win that award, and it'd be sucky to get it taken away over some bullshit like that. But... If it does, hey man, you can't blame nobody but yourself. Be a man and know when to know when to be a man and know when to be to, to treat the situation with some tact. And that situation is needing a little tact. And being how big you are, nigga, how like I'm sure Chris would have got the idea without you slapping the man. Just press the nigga a little bit, like, hey bro, I don't like the way you said that shit. And I'm sure everything would have been fine. But Whatever, man. I don't want to spend the whole episode talking on that. I'm sure they're going to figure it out. But uh, there's one other thing I want to talk about today, too, before I get up out here. Is um, Y'all know me. I am a huge fan of weed. Love weed. I hate when people call this shit a drug because it's not a drug. Let's be honest, people. Alcohol is a drug. And everybody that's uh, ever been around weed or ever been around alcohol or other things, you know what I'm talking about. Like... How many times have you seen niggas get punched out after they smoke some weed? You don't. You don't really see arguments. You don't see people acting a fool. None of that shit. Like, but yes, I see people doing that shit all the time after they drink something. So, it's not dangerous. 
is something that can actually help people outside of just the I'm smoking and getting high. It has a lot of actual benefits to the shit. Um, and it's a lot of money that black and brown people can make. And also, it can take a lot of power away from the pharmaceutical companies. So the reason I'm bringing this up is because um, the other day, uh, the House just passed a bill to decriminalize weed, which I love because from state to state, you know, they can pass things and do shit. But until the federal government says, hey, we're decriminalizing this, we're removing the schedule for it, it really ain't going to change anything. But if they federally decriminalize it, that means I feel like a lot of people will be coming home that's, to me, in jail for bullshit reasons. Motherfuckers that are selling and smoking weed, hey, bro, you shouldn't be in jail for that. I'm sorry. Like, nah. But also, too, like I said, on the business side of it, it's a lot of money to be made. Imagine now if you can grow something at home that can just get rid of your headaches, get rid of for women, get rid of your cramps, get rid of uh, sore joints that you have. Um, and then the other things that it can be used for textile industry the clothing industry yeah you make a shirt out of hemp you'd much rather make it out of hemp than than cotton because hemp is two times stronger it doesn't shrink as fast so yeah imagine buying a shirt and that shit lasts you hella longer i would like that <laughs> you know what i mean like the other cbd benefits that it has like i said we're helping with inflammation and other things like that and just the mental that it helps with, like the mental aspect that it helps with. Um, it can do a lot of good. But once again, you can abuse marijuana too, just like every other drug, so don't get it twisted. Like, oh, you can just smoke as much as you want, guys, and you're gonna be fine. No, there's a limit to that shit too. It's just the limit for that to me is a lot, the bar is a lot lower than a lot of this other shit. Um, but yes, it still has to go through the Senate um, for it to be official. And I'm pretty sure it's going to get shot down in the Senate because there's too much money to be lost, man. And then also we're talking about Capitol Hill. These pharmaceutical companies, they pump billions and billions of dollars into lobbyists to make sure that they can keep feeding you bullshit. They keep giving you this pill and this pill. And I don't know about y'all. Do y'all ever watch some of these motherfucking commercials with like the pills? They're like, hey guys, you got a headache? Well, the side effects can be bleedy ass, bleedy nose, you cough up a lug, you can shit all over yourself in public. You know what I mean? Like, you just like, nigga, I'd rather just have the motherfucking headache. Like, it's not that serious. So, I feel like all these companies, they're like, bro, we're going to lose billions if this shit passes. So, I feel like the money part of it isn't going to, it's going to allow it not to pass. But uh, we'll see. We stay hopeful. But uh, I, I just doubt it. There's just too much money that's going to be lost. So I just don't see that happening. I don't. But um, if it does, oh, we about to run the bag up. All the homies going to come home. We're going to run the bag up, and it's going to be dope. But, again, I, I think that's another main reason why it won't. Because, again, too many black and brown people might actually come up off this shit. Why do y'all think, just a little side note, everybody knows that California is the place when it comes to weed, man. But why do y'all think Oregon, Colorado, Washington was some of the first states to legalize the shit? Why? Because ain't no niggas and Mexicans live there. That's why. 
Like, go look at probably some of the biggest growers that grow weed in this country. I guarantee don't none of them look like me. So, I, in California, yes, on the West Coast, if you really think about it, that's the only place that really does have a dense population of, of black folks. And even Mexican folks. Like, you know, Arizona, you still have that, New Mexico. But California, for the most part, that's where you see the big communities of it. And they're just like, no, this could go bad. So, no, we don't we don't want that to happen. We don't want some Mexican or some black dude growing some fucking fire and end up becoming rich off the shit. We can't have that. We can't have that. So, but y'all keep track of that. I'm going to keep track of that. And, of course, if it does pass, your boy will be on here burning big joints in celebration of that. So, just stay ready for that. And, um, before I get up out of here, you know what I mean, um... I just wanted to say something real quick to everybody. Um, for everybody that's out here, man, that's um, trying to start some shit, that's trying to, whatever it is, a business, a TV show, whatever it is, man, just keep doing that shit, bro. Um, I know it's hard. I know you're gonna go through every type of emotion. Most people ain't gonna understand your vision, man. They ain't gonna understand what you're trying to do. Um, they ain't gonna understand what you had to sacrifice to get to wherever you get. And you're gonna hear a lot of motherfuckers and a lot of naysayers on the way of you doing it. They're gonna, oh, you shouldn't do it this way, or hey, maybe you should do it. Only you know how the fuck you should do shit and how you should do it. That vision that you got is in your head, and only you can map that shit out. Of course, take advice from people, listen to people. But at the end of the day, you got to do your shit, man. And, and don't stop doing it. Keep grinding, bro, because this shit is hard. It really is. But if you, you find a love in it, like with me, I'm, I'm finding a love in this shit. I've had a stressful ass day today. And just to be able to sit here and just talk, just to connect with y'all, makes my day a world of better, man. So... For everybody out here listening to this shit, I appreciate the fuck out of you. I really do. Take me a time out to 20, 30 minutes out of your day just to hear my crazy ass talk. I love you. I appreciate you. And hopefully you can take something from this podcast, man, that, that help you get through your day, too. And help those words of wisdom, man. Just help you out. and Just know, man, like, you got the vision. You got the plan. Don't settle for less because life is short, man. You don't know how much time you have left in this motherfucker. So go get everything that you want. Every fucking thing. Go get it. And I love y'all, man. And we got some more shit coming up. Like, coming up this next week, we're going to have uh, some homies on. We're going to talk about some shit that hopefully can help everybody. Um, we got some uh, guests coming on talking about you know, credit, talking about uh, just health in general. Uh, talking about things that can just help people, you know, help navigate through the, the world just a little bit easier. Again, I still got the merch coming. Still got the homies hot spots coming. We're going to be going around Phoenix. So, again, y'all get ready for that. And, again, man, just love y'all. And, uh, again, if you haven't subscribed to the page or anything, it'll be, once again, right here. If you're listening to this shit, again, just hit that subscribe button on Spotify, Podbean, uh, Apple Podcasts, any of that shit. And once again, man, we're going to see you back here again next week. We're going to be dropping this on Wednesday. So y'all look out for that. And once again, man, I love y'all. And shout out North Carolina. And uh, Coach K, you know, get the fuck up out of here. You know, you already know what it is. And we're going to see y'all again next week. And we love y'all, man. Peace.